Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Who needs a kick in the pants today? Who needs a little bit of uh, shake themselves straight, get that quote on track, right? You know, I don't believe there's a wagon and not a wagon. There's just a series of choices. But if you either right now or at some future point when you can come back to this, if you feel like I just need a little bit of a kick in the pants. I know I feel that way sometimes. There can be either a day or a series of days or a series of weeks where I just don't have my head in the game. I know the things to do, but I'm not consistently doing them. And the beautiful thing about the day and time in which we live is that there are so many free tools available to us to help us in those moments that we really only stay there if we choose to stay there in that place and in that moment. And I'll tell you, of all the things I remind myself of on a regular basis, and there are a lot of them, one of the most common ones is just that. I never again have to feel frustrated about being in a funk or not putting in the work because there are infinite numbers of tools, the large majority of them free tools that I can turn to and I am just that one decision away from having my head back in the game. Whether that is a friend I can talk to who hears me out but then calls me on my crap and and excites me about getting back to whatever it is that I want to get back to or it's a a letter or a note that I've written to myself before that's really effective. Or if you feel like you don't have that, that's okay. Maybe it's this podcast. Maybe it's a different podcast. Maybe it's a part of a book that just really fires you up. Maybe it's somebody's story that when you go back and you reread their story, it takes your excuses away. It takes your apathy away. Sometimes we need that. And there is no shame in that What helps me is the acknowledgement that I'm going to have periods of low motivation. That is going to happen. That is not a bad thing. That is not some failure on my part. That is just the normal ebb and flow of the human experience. I don't have to be disappointed in myself. I don't have to worry about it. There was a period of time, um, I don't know exactly when it was, but maybe it was after losing 100 or so pounds where I thought, what if I go back? to the way things were. And that scared the crap out of me. Like, what if I've done all of this work? And some of you have lived that. What if I've done all this work and then I just go backwards and I return to the way things were? What if I pay off all this debt and then I find myself in debt again or I lose all this weight and I put it back on or I get so consistent with the gym and I get myself to a really fit and strong place and and then 
I just get injured or I just lose my motivation and I stop going to the gym. I've had this thought about business. What if I've put in all these years and all this work and then something happens and it just, it just disappears. What encourages me in those moments is that I have all the tools to get right back to it. All the tools. I don't have to worry about figuring it out or anything like that. They're, they're all available to me, especially when it comes to things like working out or the way that I've eaten or getting out of debt. I know what to do. It's always available to me. It's not something I have to fear. Yeah, there will be seasons where I choose to not be as financially disciplined and there will be seasons where I choose consciously or less consciously to not be as disciplined with my health. But those choices are always just right there waiting for me. So I want to take away that, that heaviness in your mind that says, what if, or, or what if I'm in that now, right? What if I've worked so hard and I've just lost my mojo or my momentum? There was a period of time this past fall where, you know, when, when Dagny died, I very much had to stay in the flow with work because, um, of COVID and all the changes around that and just the schedule of our launches. And then it was in the fall that I really decided to slow things down, scale things back, not do as much. And there was a period of probably about a month where I had scaled things back and I wasn't doing as much. And I remember saying to Chris Harder, if you're familiar with Chris, you might know of his podcast for the love of money. Anyway, I remember saying to him, like, there's part of me that fears that I'm going back to this unmotivated version of myself. You know, I, I didn't have the option to have slower days for like the last six years. And now I have these slower days. And what if I, what if I just settle there? And what if I, we don't have to fear that because we are always a choice away from either a new pattern of behavior or getting back to a pattern of behavior that we have gotten away from, which isn't even the thing that I really want to dive into today with you. But I say that because whether you're in that season now or you're listening to this and you're not in that season, but you want to save this for maybe a month from now or a week from now or tomorrow when you feel that way, I want you to do that. You are so much stronger than you think. It doesn't matter who you are, how much you've accomplished and done. None of us, none of us are living fully 100% into our potential. And that doesn't discourage me. It excites me because it reminds me that I'm always capable of more. I might not always choose to operate at my highest level, but I want you to hear that. You've got so much more to give. There's not a single excuse in your world, in your life, that is stronger than you are. There's just not. So I want you to stop fueling this story of weakness, this story of lack of motivation, this story of failure and giving up. You're stronger than that. Yeah, you can make those choices to stop. You can submit to those excuses. You can. But inherently in you, what you are capable of is so much more than that. No matter how old you are, how far you've come, how far you still have to go, you can be stronger. You can be more consistent. You can earn more money. You can get healthier than where you are. Now, if you or I or any of us look for the reasons why we can't, 
what's wrong with me? Why am I so unmotivated? Why am I so inconsistent? How can I want this thing and yet continuously not do the work to get it? If we look for those reasons, we're going to find them, right? Which is why you've probably heard me say on the show a million times when somebody sends a question in like, why can't I get motivated? I tell them and I'll tell you and I remind myself of this regularly also. You're solving for the wrong thing. If you say to yourself or to anybody else, like, why can't I stay motivated? Why can't I consistently eat healthy? Why can't I stop eating sugar? Whatever it is, you are asking your mind consciously, subconsciously, unconsciously to give you all the reasons why you can't. Why can't I stay motivated? Well, your brain goes to work to say, oh, here are all the reasons you can't stay motivated. That does not serve you. One of the first and most effective shifts you can make is to ask a better question. What can I do today to be more consistent? What can I do today that might make me feel a little bit more motivated? What can I do today to change my behavior or to show up more in the way that I want to show up. That small tweak has a massive impact. You're going to look for what you find. So if you look for why is it so hard? Why does everything feel so hard? Why can't I just catch a break? Why does it seem like something always gets in my way? You're going to find those things. And those are not the things you want to find. So instead, we can look for the solution, even just today's version of the solution, this hour's version of the solution. Instead of looking for why you can't do it, why can't I figure this out? Why can't I get it together? What can I do today to get it together? What would that look like? If I did just one thing that falls into the category of things I do to get it together, what would that one thing be? Refuse to let this time be like past times. And that's so much more than a declaration, right? We have to get strategic. What I mean by that is, instead of, oh, this will be different. What are some of the things that factor into you giving up last time? You drifting or disengaging? And look, you can hear me say these words and you'll probably forget them in an hour. What I want you to do, what will change you, what will transform your results is if you sit with the notes app on your phone or a journal or a blank piece of paper, and you write that down. What were the things that factored into me not being successful last time? What were the things that came into play the last time I gave up or the last time that I stopped trying? What did I do? What did I not do? When you have that clarity, not just this sense in your mind of a few vague ideas, when you have that clarity, you now have a tool for each day to say, all right, these are all the things that I know don't work. These are all the things that are going to not take me where I want to go. So what's one thing I can do differently today? What's one thing I can do to show up in a way that is opposite of these things? Today I'll show up differently by... One of the things for me that usually comes out of that line of questioning is I can do a short or small workout instead of no workout at all. Maybe it's late in the day and I didn't get it in or or I'm just not feeling it. Well, you know what? In the past, maybe I wouldn't have done the workout at all. But today, I'm just going to do 10 squats every time 
I go into the bathroom. Or I'm going to stop right now and I'm going to do as many kettlebell swings as I can in two and a half minutes, right? I can do something small because I tell myself all the time that a small thing is better than no thing and I can always do some small thing. That is one of the ways I make sure that I don't fall into patterns of behavior that have held me back in the past, right? When I look at this list for myself, and yours will be different, and I want you to create this list because it's where small improvements can come from, I recognize that it was this all or nothing mentality. I either go to the CrossFit box or I don't work out at all. Well, there's 50 million options in between there, right? So so honest to God, especially in this pregnancy when like, I mean, I don't, normally feel like working out, but it's even more so now, I'll do three laps around my yard. I don't know how much that is, but it doesn't even matter, right? I'll just say, I'm going to wander around outside for 10 minutes. Like, that is better than nothing. Many of you are probably like, that is nothing. But no, it's not. No, it's not, because it is this pattern of incremental improvement. It's this behavior of establishing that something is better than nothing, The other night, I didn't feel like cooking. That happens a lot. um, But I also didn't want to swing the pendulum to the order pizza or Chinese food or something that's just going to make me feel tired and sluggish and not really be aligned with my goals. So I went to this little local like mom and pop grocery store and they had shepherd's pie, which uh, everybody defines shepherd's pie differently. But what this was, was just ground beef, corn and mashed potatoes. Well, I'm not big on the mashed potatoes. They don't make me feel great, though. I think they're freaking delicious, and I could probably eat my weight in them, all other factors removed. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this instead of pizza. I'm going to go heavier on the ground beef, lighter on the mashed potatoes, and I'm going to throw together a salad. Now, is that like some ideal healthy decision dinner? No, it's not. For me, it's not. For you, if it is, awesome, do that. But my point in sharing that is it's not either we do the gold standard ideal or we say, screw it, who cares, I'll start tomorrow, right? It's about incremental improvements. And the same thing happens in other areas of my life. Okay, I was going to record three podcasts today. And I really don't have it in me. But that doesn't have to mean, you know what, I'm going to bump the podcast to tomorrow. I'm going to outline all three and I'm going to record two, right? Something like that. Or I'm going to make one episode a shorter episode and I'm still going to get them all done. Exploring the middle. I want you to be proud to explore the middle. You haven't failed. Look, if I say I'm going to do three podcasts and I do one, I haven't necessarily failed in any way, because there are other times where I said I was going to do three and I did zero. So give yourself permission to identify where you've held yourself back in the past and do things differently. And maybe for you, that has nothing to do with being in the middle. You've never been an all or nothing person. But when you say to yourself, what were those factors that got in the way before? whether it's got in the way of starting a business, got in the way of getting out of debt, got in the way of improving your marriage, whatever, identify what you can do differently from, for today. For me, one of those big things was all or nothing. So now I am proud to pursue the middle. 
I really am. That is a win for me. That's not a failure. I, I always joke with my friends who are, who are also small business owners that we almost never hit our goals, right? <laughs> and, and there's no shame in that. We set big, ambitious goals for, for annual revenue. We set big, ambitious goals for, for launch numbers. And one of the first things you learn in business is that there is no failure in sh- or shame in not hitting one of those goals because I'm constantly learning, I'm constantly adjusting, and if I'm crushing every goal that I set, I'm probably not setting my goals high enough. And for everybody out there who's like, oh, screw it, I blew it, that is a pattern that you get to change. I want you to look at what are the things that I have done in the past that have contributed to me disengaging, drifting, no longer trying, making excuses, and all I want you to do is ask yourself, what's one thing I can do differently today? I do this in my marriage almost every time. I don't know about you, maybe you were exempt from this, but, but I've got a long history of relationship mistakes. Even if I just isolate it to my relationship with Chris, right? I can tell you, oh, conservatively 50,000 things that I've screwed up, done wrong, just just dumb patterns of behavior, being passive aggressive, you know, saying things when I'm angry that I would never say if I wasn't angry. And I'm not trying to be a perfect wife. Good thing, because that's just not in the cards for me. But I say to myself, okay, these are things that I've done that have caused tension before. These are the things I've done that have caused distance before in this relationship or any other. I can show up differently by... XYZ, right? Sometimes that's, I've screwed up relationships in the past by letting little things that really don't matter in the big picture of life and the big picture of love get under my skin. So just for today, I'm not going to say a word about them. Even if they still get under my skin, I woke up, your socks were still next to the couch, even though we've talked about that 7,000 times. I'm just not going to say anything. I'm just not going to say anything. Or one thing that I'll do, not all the time, I'm going to cheerfully respond to it So I'm going to pick them up with appreciation that, you know what, if he wasn't here for any reason, I might really wish to see his socks on the couch, right? Now, sometimes it's just, I'm going quietly, not going to say a word, just pick them up, irritated in my mind, but not expressing that. Other times it's, I'm going to appreciate this. I'm going to do whatever it is cheerfully, loading the dishwasher, unloading the dishwasher, wiping his crumbs off the counter from the sandwich he made before he went to work this morning, whatever it is. What will you do today to show up differently than the way you've showed up in the past when you've disconnected, disengaged, or caused some sort of setback, roadblock, problem, obstacle in your life? What does that look like for you? One of the things that I don't want you to overlook, it's easy to just look at actions, and I've given you a lot of action examples, so I've made it even easier, but I want you to also look at your thoughts. If you did not listen to the bonus episode from January 1st, 2021, or even if you forget what that was about, that would be a great one to revisit. Towards the end of the episode, I asked a series of questions. For whatever it is that you want, how do you have to think in order to believe that this is possible for you? How do you need to think or believe or perceive in order to stay consistent? And how do you need to think in order to remain inspired? Oftentimes, 
the most powerful thing you can shift so that this time isn't like last time, so that you don't give up the way you did last time, so that you don't disengage the way you did last time. The most powerful thing you can change is the way that you think, okay? When when we talk about something like weight loss, it's a really great example to use in terms of the power of thoughts. How do you need to think in order to remain consistent? What, what thoughts have led you to not remain consistent? The whole, I'll start on Monday, I'm going to get it out of my system. Okay, once you recognize those thoughts that haven't worked for you, you can say, how am I going to think differently today? I want to get some wins today. I want to get five wins today. Five small wins I'm going to get are this, right? And, and you can see here that when we shift the way we think, we shift the way we choose, the way we behave, Go back to those questions. Again, if you didn't listen to the January 1st, 2021 episode, it's a bonus episode, has bonus in the title, not a number. Otherwise, I'd give you the episode number. Go back and listen to that. If you're thinking about your relationship and a goal you have for your relationship, how do I need to think in order to believe that this is possible? How do I need to think or perceive or believe what needs to shift in the way that I'm processing things, the way that I'm internalizing things in order to remain inspired by this thing? Look, I don't think any of us are gonna deny that one of the reasons we stop trying, that we disengage, that we drift is because we're not inspired in that moment. We're kind of like, meh, who cares? I don't want to deal with this right now. So when you can change the way you think, and it's a practice, it's a decision every day to remain inspired, your risk of disengaging, of saying, I don't really care, I'm not dealing with it today, I'm too stressed, the risk of that goes way down. Know what you want and then answer those questions. Don't just hear me say them because they're going to go to the idea graveyard. You're going to move on to the next thing in 20 minutes and you're going to forget it. And I don't want that for you because then it remains this this possibility, this potential that could have changed your life and it didn't because you didn't do the work, because you didn't apply it to you. How do you need to think differently to believe in this? How do you need to think differently to remain inspired by this, to stay consistent with this? really answer those questions. That's the work that you need to do because as you've heard me say a million times, 99% of the time it's your thoughts that get in the way because all of our choices are preceded by thoughts. It's the way that we think that determines the way that we choose. So we've got to think differently. That's why the 12 weeks to transformation is so effective because it helps you become a better thinker. It helps you upgrade the way that you're processing information and making decisions, right? What's most effective, what really moves the needle is changing the way we think so that the blocks and barriers that have always screwed us up are no longer blocks and barriers. If the story that you're telling yourself is holding you back, change the story. Seriously, if you've got a story that like, I'm too old, I do really well for a few weeks and then I fall off the wagon, there's just no way for me to make more money, you got to change that story. You are locked into a limitation and there are tons of other possibilities. If your story, if your beliefs are holding you back, guess what? They're not the only beliefs, they're not the only story, they're just the one you settled on. So stop settling and change your story. Does that feel hard? Great. Do it. Do it hard. You can do hard things. Does that feel ambiguous? Are you not sure how to start or where to go? You can figure it out. 
We've talked about it a ton here. There are programs like the 12 Weeks to Transformation that will help you. I want to wrap up this little, this little uh, motivational mini-sode, we'll call it, with a quote from A Course in Miracles. If you haven't read it, I love it. It's heavy, though. It's dense. If you're not into dense and heavy reads, you probably won't like it. This comes from A Course in Miracles. It says, be not content with littleness. Be not content with littleness. What you do not realize each time you choose is that your choice is your evaluation of yourself. Choose littleness and you will not have peace for you will have judged yourself unworthy of it. It is essential that you accept the fact and accept it gladly that there is no form of littleness that can ever content you. It reminds me of a line from the Motivation Manifesto, and this is just off the top of my head, so don't quote me, but it says, why, do we content, why, why are we content to live like mice when we have within us the courageous heart of a lion? Don't choose littleness. Don't choose the problem. Don't choose the past. Don't choose your lack of belief. You can change it, and you can change it right now. And that's exactly what you get to do. Every single choice is a chance. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform.